Welcome everybody to a surprise episode of Dragon the Line podcast. We're doing this episode as an addendum, as I like to call it, in honor of 9-11 and all the victims and tragedies that happened. Now myself, I normally, as each 9-11 year goes by, kind of just pass on through, but I think it being the 20-year anniversary, I spoke with Chad, the co-host, and said, hey, you know, we didn't talk about anything that has to do with 9-11 on our latest episode that came out on Friday. So why don't we just do a quick turnaround and explain to each other uh, quickly what it was that we were doing on the day of and what it means to us and possibly how we can change things in the future. Uh, So with that, we're going to just jump right into it. We're going to play some clips here. It's about five minutes long. So just letting everybody know that this these sounds are very disturbing and very distressing so if you're driving please be careful be in the moment Uh, for people out there that have children in the car i'd recommend to to skip forward for the next five minutes or what have you but uh, i myself am going to let my children kind of see some of the stuff that happened uh, just so that they can know that you know tomorrow's not uh, promised so uh, with that i just wanted to start off by saying on this day 20 years ago 246 people went to sleep in preparation for their morning flight. 2,606 people went to sleep in preparation for work in the morning. 343 firefighters went to sleep in preparation for their morning shift. 60 police officers went to sleep in preparation for their morning patrol. 8 paramedics went to sleep in preparation for the morning shift. None of them saw past 10 a.m. September 11th, 2001. So just remember, in one single moment, life may never be the same. As you live and enjoy the breaths that you take today and tonight before you go to sleep in preparation for your life tomorrow, kiss the ones you love, snuggle a little tighter, and never forget and never take one second of life for granted. Again, listener discretion is advised. American 11, are you trying to call? The cockpit is not answering their phone. Our number one has been stabbed and our five has been stabbed. Hey, I'm going to call from Washington. I have a situation with American 11, a possible hijack. What's going on, Betty? The crap is erratic again. Problem, you're erratic. Betty, talk to me. Betty, are you there? Betty? Betty? The plane just is going straight what? what? The 737? Yeah, what? Like the world trade. Who are you talking to? Oh, God. Oh, my God. United 175, New York. We have some problems over here right now. We might have a hijack over here, two of them. Jules, this is Ryan. Uh, listen, on an airplane, that's been hijacked. And things don't go well. I'm looking good. I just want you to know I absolutely love you. I want you to do good. So happy to find uh, things for my parents and everybody. And I just totally love you, and uh, I'll see you in Chester. Hi, babe. What are those people gonna do? All the elevators are blocked out. Oh my God! So both towers are now. Okay, now I got an aircraft out east of the White House. Crystal City, just north of Crystal City. Uh, just to the north of your town. Yeah, stop all the parkers. Pentagon just got hit. Uh, no for me, man. Goddamn, I can't even protect my NCA. 
United 93, that traffic for you is 1 o'clock, 12 miles eastbound, 370. Negative contact, we're looking, United 93. United 93, Cleveland, if you hear the center right then. I got the pistol, dog. Keep remaining to being. Tuesday, 9.47 a.m. Hi, baby. I'm, baby, you have to listen to me carefully. I'm on a plane that's been hijacked. I'm on the plane. I'm calling from the plane. I want to tell you I love you. Please tell my children that I love them very much. And I'm so sorry, babe. I hope to be able to see your face again, baby. I love you. Bye. Five six eight six five. We have a, uh, I believe it is a uh, Boeing seven fifty seven. Can you see him up there, sir? That's concurred. Uh, it looks like he's rocking his wings. Roger. He's rocking back and forth. We're five six eight six five. I advise you stay away from that aircraft. Go north as fast as you can. United nine three. Have you got information on that yet? Yeah, he's down. He's down? Yes. When did he land? He did not land. Oh, he's down. Yes, yeah, somewhere up northeast of Camp David. Time is passing, yet for the United States of America, there will be no forgetting September the 11th. We will remember every rescuer who died in honor. We will remember every family that lives in grief. We will remember the fire and the ash, the last phone calls, and the funerals of the children. Former President George W. Bush. Now obviously these are just a few of the thousands that were revealed as time went on and as the years went on, so I can't even imagine all of the other things but just remember i'm not doing this to bring everybody down it is all just for remembrance hello everyone this is chair from the dragon the line podcast and this morning i woke up with a text message from paul asking if i had a story from the 9-11 attacks from uh, 2001 and he asked me if i remember anything if i remembered where i was and I do, I was in high school at the time, I think I was a sophomore, and normally when I would wake up at the time, I would watch reruns of the Saved by the Bell shows. It would be from 6 in the morning to 8 in the morning, so I know I would have it on, and my alarm was set at 6. I didn't have to get to school till 8 or something like that, so it would just be on the whole time. And when I turned it on, I remember not paying attention to it. I probably had to get ready for the morning, and it was just smoke coming from a building. And I was like, oh, maybe I have it on the wrong channel. I changed the channel. It was all the channels had the same kind of feed going. I honestly didn't have the volume up, so I didn't know the severity of anything. And I have it in my head that I saw the second plane go into the building. I can't say for sure. So I walked to school. 
Uh, my parents at the time, we lived, I don't know, three-minute walk from school, so I walk up to school. And as soon as I walk in, um, there was a young lady. She she was coming at me. She was crying. Um, I still don't understand the thing. And as we go throughout the day, you know, our class has stopped. You're just in class, but everybody's talking about what's going on, TV's on. So I start to see that there was a terrorist attack, you know, on the country, the other plane that went down uh, in the field, and then the one that attacked the Pentagon. At the time, I didn't understand the severity of it. You know, you're just going about your day, like, oh, there's an attack. You don't, I'm in Austin. That's in New York. You know, you feel disassociated from that. And one thing that does stick in my mind is we were at lunch, and there's somebody talking on stage. I'm half paying attention and half talking to friends, just being a normal teenager. And they're talking about what was going on and sharing their feelings and no one's honestly no one's paying attention everybody's going about their day and my math teacher gets up looks at everybody i stopped to see what happened because he was my math teacher was familiar with him he goes up on stage and he said if this was whatever community you'd all be dead i think he just was the heat of the moment uh he under, i mean he's an adult so he understands the gravity of the moment and that's really it you know, it seems crazy now that it was 20 years ago. The world has changed. Our country has changed, uh, regardless of what politics or whatever you believe in. You know, it was just a moment in time. Everything stands still. I remember sports not happening. I, well, first of all, I remember, like, all the flights were grounded. Uh, no sports happened. Everything shut, completely shut down. And that's when I started to understand, like, oh, it's not just an isolated incident. It's, it's affecting everyone. Obviously, it affected everyone differently. I know, you know, people lost family, lives, firemen. I know to this day I've watched a few of the documentaries that have been popping up, and I'm seeing it different now as an adult. I, I couldn't grasp it at the time. And, you know, just me being a silly teenager. And I know it's there could be some listeners that it affected their families, and sorry for your loss, and thank you to all. Everybody putting in the effort, if people donated money, helped clean up, search for people, you know, it's it was a crazy time, and we just want to reflect on it and, you know, say we're thinking about everyone. Not sure exactly why it's so special this year with it being the 20-year anniversary. However, one thing that I do know and realize on this day, um, I started this show with, as everybody know, uh, my first co-host, uh, Jesse, and got to open up a lot of doors that never would have been open uh, especially through my mental status and stuff like that and uh, when i listen to stuff like that i realize that uh, you know people are are aware of some of the troubles that i've had some of the troubles that he has uh we're getting into the new co-host and the troubles that he's starting to have which are the same as a lot of people uh, but as i listen to all of this i'm reminded of what I was doing and, and, and what had happened on that fateful day. Uh, I remember I was working golf course at the Fusky Island, uh, a nice uh, prestigious resort island off of Hilton Head Island. And we used to work with um, a bunch of foreigners, i.e. Uh, Englishmen, a couple of Jamaicans, real nice people, real nice guys. And I remember that morning it being very cool uh, for September. We always started work early. Uh, so as I'm cutting the greens, with my walk mow, uh, you know, one of the best jobs that I think and most relaxing I've ever had. Uh, I remember one of the English guys coming up to me, older guy, and he was on his golf cart, 
doing whatever work he was and he was just like hey have you been listening uh you know america's under attack and you know i i didn't know what he was talking about i was like okay yeah yeah you know so as i'm continuing my work i look up and i see everybody else coming in their work trucks they're like little uh golf carts if you will small uh, yard trucks and they're towing their machines from the, the the golf course so i'm like okay well something's going on and this is before um, i had internet on the cell phone i did have a cell phone but i guess nobody i knew was watching or doing anything at the time to call me uh, so we ended up going into this huge building where everybody from the resort island because there were three golf courses there uh, two hotels I believe at the time and there were just a bunch of people we would go and eat lunch eat lunch there everybody would and uh, the TV was on so I'd gotten there right around probably 8 15 8 30 and everybody was just standing still staring at the TV and as I pulled in uh, to the building uh, it was just weird everybody was quiet almost as if there was an apocalypse happening everybody had people had their hands covering their mouths uh, you know, everybody from all walks of life, poor, rich, uh, you know, black, white, Hispanic, Chinese. I mean, anybody that you can think of, everybody for that time being, we're all standing there watching the TV as the tower was burning in. Uh, ports were coming in at first saying that it was an accidental plane and that uh, they didn't really have enough. You know, the news was going crazy, so no one really knew what was going on. And then finally, they realized that it had been a... Um, uh, a passenger plane that had hit the first tower so as we're sitting there watching it you know all the smoke is coming up from the building you're just kind of wow like that's kind of odd ever think everybody for a split second i think everybody for the moment knew something was wrong something was happening that's not normal and so as we're watching it that's when you see the second plane start going on live tv and everybody is just looking and staring and i remember the news uh audio was saying uh, there's another plane there's another plane and then it hit the second tower and that was when i think we all instantly knew that this was an attack of some sort some kind of war had broke off i mean everybody for the was just bewildered not knowing what to do you know everybody was screaming all the news was on this uh, everybody was just crying i remember seeing people crying and People were getting on their phones saying they had family in New York and and it was it was just complete madness and chaos. And we stood there for the next hour, maybe hour and a half, everything shut down. And as I reflect back on that time, I remember that for a split second or for a moment, everybody and not only the United States, but I believe all, all around the world watching this were together everybody for a moment in time were able to empathize with what was going on no matter your creed no matter your race no matter your beliefs whatever was happening for that moment everybody was together on this and feeling the same emotion and i think that that's big as i'm older and in my 40s or about to be 40 that as i get older i realize that a lot of the stuff that i making my mind that's a huge deal is really not i mean think about the parents who were tucking their kids in at night right before bed and going to work the next day in the in the towers or close to the towers or whatever they were doing around that area you know think about maybe the couples married couples maybe not who were fighting the night before you know think about the parents that 
weren't talked to over the last couple of weeks. And it's pretty distressing and, it, and it's pretty hard and it's pretty heavy. And so I'm doing this episode not as a not as something to make people get down on their lives. No, what I'm doing this episode is for is because with everything going on with the COVID and the politics and everything, I just want everybody to remember that for a time in 2001 on September 11th, we were together. And that's something that as I get older, it's hard to find humanity appealing. It's hard to find people who who give a shit. It's hard to find people who love and just do things for people. So, you know, with that, again, this is a quick episode. I just wanted everybody to please, you know, love a little bit. I say at the end of episode, you know, love everybody a little bit more, maybe for the day or in the next couple of months, do something nice for somebody because there are a lot of unfortunate people out there. And I hope that with the 9-11 attacks that we can all, I mean, put, put your politics aside, put your conspiracy theories aside. Well, people died that day. So whatever you believe, those are the facts. If, if anything, those are the facts. People died that day. 2,996 uh, to be exact. So just remember that as we move on into the future and as we become a nation torn apart by beliefs and by politics, that we are still human and we do make mistakes. But at some point, I'm hoping that we can just come together and be together and live together harmoniously. To be honest, I think people are assholes. As I get much older, I realize that people are just dicks and, you know, they can be pretty mean and, and, and unhelping in some instances. So if there's something out there or someone out there that you haven't talked to or haven't been in touch with, uh, you know, just give a shout out because ultimately we're all not promised tomorrow. And so with that, I want to just say, you know, thank you to our first responders. I want to thank you. To all our heroes out there that don't get paid nearly enough, firemen, firefighters, paramedics, everybody out there, especially in this uh, September 11th attacks, everybody that has family or that was affected in some form or fashion by that, uh, take this episode and just remember that we will never forget. Time is passing, yet for the United States of America, there will be no forgetting September the 11th. We remember every rescuer who died in honor. We will remember every family that lives in grief. We will remember the fire and the ash, the last phone calls, and the funerals of the children. Former President George W. Bush. And I'm hoping that everybody out there, again, can love good, be good, and do good. And with that, I'd like to say goodbye. Thank you for listening to Dragon the Line Podcast.